1: We could open up with like, us contemplating a formal intro <laughs>
0: uh,
1: uh, like, we, is... could, we could open up with us saying like, we feel obligated We need to do a formal
0: intro Hello world oh, man. This is Demar <laughs> This is Demar to the tower with Crystal Cranits. And we're finally talking about the playoffs man Embrace the playoffs Playoffs? I mean, we're
1: supposed to be excited for the playoffs, right? That's the thing.
0: But yeah, we'll I think
1: Raptors fans are a little more calm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit un- unbelievable, considering the history of the the Raptors.
1: Well, we're not the new kids in the block anymore. We won our first seven game series last year. Then we won another one, kind of beating our chest a little bit. You know, we took LeBron to six games. He gave us a nice heartfelt speech. We we feel important now. We feel like we matter in the NBA. So, which we kind of do. But still, teams are still calling the Raptors soft this year. Still disrespecting them. Lance Stevenson is still doing Lance Stevenson things. So I'll just I'll leave it at <laughs> that. I don't know what the hell that was, but I get it. I get why they're a little relaxed. But do you feel like they should be with the Bucks?
0: With the Bucks, ah man, what a series! I think this is going to be a really good series to watch. Um, to feel relaxed, I feel like that would be that's a mistake. To feel relaxed, sleep is the cousin of death, dude. Yes. I don't yeah, think. one
1: of the greatest albums of all time, right there.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you want to sleep on the on the Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo is nothing to nothing to mess around with. There's a I mean, lot of he's players. Kinda, he's kind of
1: he's kind of what I don't want to say all they have because they have some nice pieces, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's their main guy to get everything done. If he doesn't go, this team can't win. Plain and simple. He oh, yeah. literally makes them go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This guy is
1: the future of the NBA. So hold on Hit. before we break down the Bucks and Raptors. Um. I hope everybody bet the Raptors at plus 1,000 to win the East. Plus 1,000. Because 1, you're not going to get better odds than that. Plus 1,000. So, 100 bucks pays out 1,000. Um, if it does, I mean, meet me for drinks after because I'll hit that. So I'll meet you guys somewhere. I'm not going to buy everybody a drink, but I'll buy a few people a drink, you know? Right. So, bet that down. Don't back, don't be scared. <laughs>
0: back your local is Raptors that is Is that just a bet for them to win the series or is that in like a certain amount of games?
1: No, they got to win the whole East, so they got to oh, win the, the whole oh
0: the East, the whole East. I thought yeah, we got to win the East. I, I don't know, man. I might be. I think I'm willing to join you on that. I don't know if it's gonna be a hundred dollars though. Just give me one reason
1: why the Raptors can't win the East. Not name LeBron James. I mean that's it though. That's
0: the answer. How do you feel? Yeah, that's
1: it, right? And this year, LeBron's team is not the best one he's had, so they're they're vulnerable. So there's ever a chance to gamble on it, and yeah, you are taking a gamble.
0: Mm-hmm. It's this year. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Haralabov is is thinking about for that uh, for that for that. I'll fire him a tweet.
1: I'll see if I get a response. You know, I really th-
0: not? I think he really. I uh, would be surprised if he wasn't thinking about that. I like, bet you, he, I can
1: tell you exactly what he'll say. Good like value.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're the if you're a betting, dude. I mean, it's like unbeatable type of odds for a team that is probably as close as the Cavs that you can get without it being like outright like knowledgeable that they're better than the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, if you really
1: want, if you don't believe in the Raptors, you can hedge down to and take the Wizards of plus 900. Take both of them. See what happens. We will get into an Eastern Conference podcast preview, though. That'll be something we're doing right after this one. Right mm-hmm. now, we're just going to focus strictly on Bucks-Raptors, so let's get right back into that. Aside from
0: compo, what are you most worried about with the Bucks? Most worried about? That's... Mm. I mean, you could say nothing. i got so on that list I got a, t- a Te and that's pretty much it. I mean there's nothing really that scares me, nothing I really have to worry about. Brogdon is nice, I like Brogdon man he's one of my favorite players in the league, and' it's uh, been fun this year yeah, there's nothing super super scary there you know there's some some defensive things that i'm I'm worried about, but not a specific player. Other than See that's what honest. I was going to say too They're like ultra aggressive
1: strategy on defense I mean man They try and force turnovers they, they put a lot of pressure on you They put you in uncomfortable situations And with all the length they have They're able to, to really really emphasize that right. Like They just hawk turnovers They kind of remind me of like a safety That's always trying to jump the route And just get mm-hmm. interceptions Like They're able to do a lot of that really well So I think that's something that could affect the Raptors But I mean hey Kyle Lowry's back So the decision making is definitely going to improve a point guard Although it wasn't too bad to begin, but that would yeah. be one thing. I guess that kind of worries me.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to like start um, trapping those pick and rolls because that's the thing to do against the Raptors if, in the playoff series. If you're going to play them, is to trap those pick and rolls. The ball handler. I feel like that could be a big issue for um, somebody that is six foot tall against somebody else that is like six foot three plus a center that's six eleven. It's hard to get passes through.
1: But well, here's the thing that I realized with the Bucks. do I went back and watched some of their games. When they roll, their pick and roll defense is kind of suspect at times. Like instead of actually moving their feet and playing defense, they foul. Mm, so yeah. I, I think that's something that they could definitely get in trouble with against the Raptors.
0: Yeah, that's a mark of a young team, though. You're not like the the scheme is good, but uh, executing the scheme is obviously pretty hard, especially at NBA speed. So I, again, not super worried, but you know there are some issues, probable issues. Well, I think with their length, too, they don't have a lot of
1: size, mm-hmm. so JV could... I mean, we say Giannis is going to go nuts this series, but JV could also go nuts. Like, they have nothing to combat him. I think everything the Bucks can throw at the Raptors, the Raptors truthfully have a counterpunch.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a perfect series for Jonas. This is going to be where all the Jonas truthers come out and be like, I told you so! This guy was amazing! <laughs> okay, 15 and 15! How, how are we possibly training this guy? This is who? Yeah, exactly. I Who's Bismack? Ibaka! We have Ibaka! But yeah, this is going to be a huge... Like, I can really see this being a huge JV um, series. It's because they have nothing... I mean, are they going to play Thonmaker against them? I can't even think of
1: <laughs> I mean, they've been starting Thonmaker, but how could they against JV? Like, They have to start Monroe, right? right? Yeah, but
0: if you start Monroe, then you know their ability to defend becomes an issue. So, well yeah, is the maker really <laughs> going to defend? I know, I mean, but at least he, you know, he's, at least he's spry in some sense, you know. I know. I think the whole font maker return home is kind of an
1: interesting narrative, too, because this is a guy that went from playing it all the way like from Sedan to Australia to the U.S. to Canada mm-hmm. and last two years ago, sorry, most notably at Orangeville Prep. Um, he burst on the prep scene, the AAU scene, and then we saw him go from high schooler to NBA. He was one of the first guys to do that in a long, long time. He got clearance in the NBA, and let's not forget the whole age scandal that was all in there. The Reddit oh, community, the H, holy the, crow, the age scandal. Private investigators were going crazy on Reddit. <laughs> Remember, when, <laughs> <laughs> Remember when?
0: Remember um, when Lebron was in free agency, and then people were like tracking the plane on Reddit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that, that was, was
0: so that was awesome, man. No, never underestimate the, the super sleuths you know, in Reddit. Well, now thought makers
1: back home right it's kind of came full circle for him it's just it's just funny how it's all come back to toronto for him oh what was better though i mean talking about the reddit i guess gates the reddit scandals Mm -hmm. them tracking deandre jordan at the house and all that like that was awesome (laughs) lebron tracking the plane or thorn maker's age what was the best (laughs) investigation for you for me it was thon's age
0: no man it was for me it was deandre's uh that that entire just debacle that was deandre's free agency signing you know where he's i was crying at that where he is yeah he had like signed he, he didn't sign but it was like a verbal agreement with dallas and then he backed out and then they were trying to figure out where he was and then they heard that he, they were like at his house and it was like 12 o'clock and then you could see him signing and everybody around him watching him sign the and contract everybody's joking saying like chris paul
1: lodge a chair in the door like
0: griffin's <laughs> in the front <laughs> yeah, and they were like playing video games inside the house, and then somebody was tweeting about like Mark Cuban is driving around trying to find DeAndre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Chandler Parsons, hey, we're best friends.
0: Yeah, it, oh man. Oh, oh
1: how what? things have changed since then. I know. So, for the Raptors, what do you think is their biggest
0: strength entering the series? It's it's JV, man. For sh- JV, and then the flexibility of the team. Oh, no, no, actually, no, no, no. PJ Tucker. Is going to be the, the biggest strength for this team Because he's going to put the clamps Get the clamps, man Remember, you know, from Futurama clamps? Oh, yeah Regain the clamps out for Giannis Tedokumpo. Because basically, Giannis is not Giannis isn't necessarily, like, super fast Right? He's really, you know, he's exceptional at using his length He's not going to be super He's not going to be strong He's not going to be backing down, PJ I'm going to see Trust me, man I, this might be like a well this is Giannis's first time ever playing in the playoffs but this will probably be his lowest like point count or efficiency in his in, in his career
1: hold on let's not forget this is pj tucker's first time in the playoffs too we have never seen playoff pj this I know. Is gonna be the angriest really? most focused in your face debo looking pj tucker we've ever seen yeah exactly
0: man he's a veteran and uh For a veteran... Massive chip on his shoulder? Yeah, and plus a veteran defensive player. It's like, yeah, now just put him in the playoffs, and uh, he's probably going to become Tony Allen circa 2014. Were you reading my notes? (laughs) (laughs) No. Because that was literally my call for him. I was like, we're about to get Tony Allen for the Raptors. Yeah, man, he's going to be amazing. And plus he can... uh, I'm not going to say he can like, you know, he's super going to be a super sniper from the corners or anything like that, but he can shoot. Tony Allen could not shoot, period. Like at all, right? PJ Tucker can at least shoot a little bit.
1: What do you think about Chris Middleton? <sighs> the Bucks were seventeen and sixteen with him in the starting lineup. Um, they outscored opponents by five point seven points per one hundred possessions when he's on the floor, and when he's on the bench, they're getting outscored by seven point three points per one hundred possessions. Pretty gaudy numbers, right there.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, I like I like his game. I like the shooting that he provides you know, like he's only, him and Brogdon are pretty much like the only people. Actually, there's a, now I'm thinking about it like really thoroughly. Like, the, the team has been able to shoot other than Giannis and like Greg Monroe. Like, Brogdon's a 40% three point shooter. Delvidova's a shooter. They have Tiletovich. Like, they have a bunch of people that can shoot the ball now. So, with well, Chris. Yeah, I mean, Mo-
1: Milwaukee's plus 87 with Brogdon on the floor. Right. And they're plus 90 on with middle Chris Middleton on the floor since he returned. Like, it just builds to everything you're saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, they look, it's a great team. I mean, it's a good, good team. Plays solid D, and the offense can be better. You know, I'm I'm more concerned with Jason Kidd than anything else, to be be honest.
1: Why are you concerned about him?
0: I don't, I just don't think he's a particularly good coach. He is uh, usually, he's one of those coaches that, like, if it's working, then we're using it. Right. And that can vary from game to game. And he doesn't he's not he doesn't have any sort of consistency with any of his lineups. So you can say in the playoffs, you know, that's smart because you have to make a lot of adjustments. But that's a bad thing because he's not if it seems like he's not confident in like the things that he does. Like he's willing to like if something works for a quarter, he's using that for the rest of the game. Right. Instead of like sticking to the plan that he had assigned before the game.
1: Oh yeah, like what you're saying is basically when he rolls Deli and Tony Snell together on the floor. I mean, it's great for the Raptors, but it's a head scratcher <laughs> if you're watching as a Bucks fan.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or there's, there's, yeah, there's just like times where they're like playing like three guards or something like that. It's it gets weird, and they don't necessarily what? have the best three guard rotation.
1: No, I was gonna say I find the rotation interesting, and I find how the Bucks are the best team defending point guards this year, and they're also one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the league. I mean, does that not sound like Jason Kidd? <laughs> Yeah, man, he's
0: embodying uh, their coach. I'm, just, I'm Go ahead. No, Seth, I found that really interesting. <laughs> I can't think of any other, I can't really think of any other coach that really has a team that embodies their, uh, their play style so much, their previous play style so much.
1: Yeah, I don't what? know. That's actually a tough question to ask, <laughs> you know, especially
0: like a guy that's a player and is now a
1: coach. Like, you can't say Tyron... I mean, maybe you could say Tyron Lu because, you know, he was kind of just a reserve second fiddle guy at mm-hmm. best to, like, Kobe and Shaq, and now he's got the same role to LeBron. Oh. If you want to go that route. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, I'm not even taking a shot, but we know oh. that LeBron... If you, look, that's his team. Oh. All ty right, Lou. we'll go down that road. I promise. Ty, I promise. We're Lou. doing an East podcast after. East and West. We'll get to it
0: then. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I appreciate you, man. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, You know, there's going to be... What I'm going to be um, looking for is that Giannis at the center lineup that they like to run. They don't like... It's, I want to say they like to run, but it is run. You know what I mean? Where it's him, it's him, Greg Monroe, um, Chris Middleton, Brogdon, sometimes Tony Snell. I'm interested okay. in that lineup because it's going to be um, something that... It's going to be able to. It's going to be something that tests the Raptors' flexibility very early on in the playoffs.
1: See, I was going to get your opinion on how you match up with the Bucks, but then I'm looking at the rotation and all the different lineups they deploy, and I'm like, "Eh, it's kind of hard to answer this question because they deploy so many different lineups." But I guess based on this five you just named, if you're the Raptors, how do you counter that? Who do you play? Who do you play? I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you're thinking. I mean, I'd probably go small as well. I'd probably go something like. Lowry, DeRozan, Tucker, Patterson, Abaka. Just because I'm going to match their flexibility and I'm going sh- to outshoot them. Okay. And I feel like DeRozan versus Tony Snell is a matchup I want all day. I know Tony Snell is a good defender, but man, DeRozan has seen, like he said before at uh, practice the other day, he's seen every which way teams can defend him. So unless some team decides to throw all five guys at him, he's good. And I, I firmly agree with him on that because we've seen time and time again this year, if you're going to play him one-on-one, and we know Jason Kidd lets play man-to-man, He's going to kill
0: you. So I love that matchup. Me too. I would, But I don't. Okay, so let's say this, the starting lineup's like at the beginning of the game. It's going to be what? JV, uh, Ibaka. Do you think they're playing uh, PJ Tucker or, or Damari Carroll at the three to start the game? Seeing what we've seen with Casey time and time again, Damari Carroll's starting. Okay, and then Demar DeRozan and then Lowry, of course. Yep. So. You're playing mostly you're gonna play Brognan and then Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton defending uh DeMar DeRozan is gonna be very interesting to watch. So the basically the same high end uh Chris Middleton has Middleton's some got he's got some long arms, man. So it's gonna be interesting because DeMar DeRozan loves to pump fake and then we saw last year when uh, Paul George was guarding him. If you're a long defender, you can kind of just like not jump ever. And contest DeMar DeRozan so I'm gonna be interested in how he's able to navigate this uh, the same maze that he went through last year are you kind of saying he's not gonna
1: be as big of a factor as I'm expecting what are you expecting I'm expecting DeMar to have a pretty big series just because Lowry's back yes we don't know how healthy he is he says he's healthy of course like Lowry's gonna play through anything right But I just don't think he's going to be that prolific scorer this series that we're accustomed to seeing. Because I I honestly think the Bucs are going to throw a lot at him to try and shut Lowry down first. That's just Jason Kidd's mentality. And that's going to funnel a lot of
0: things to DeRozan's way. Okay. Well, we'll see. Because that's like one thing. He's young, right? And uh, I don't really foresee him being like a lockdown. Like he's not a lockdown defender right now, but he probably will be in his future. Um the jitters you got to get the jitters on the first game of the of the playoffs so it's he might Five
1: thirty, 30 man <laughs> <laughs> we're done with those twelve thirty starts
0: Five thirty, here we are man we're making it we're, yeah we're big time now we're, we're not even big time we're huge okay we're huge um we're a whole country Thank you. <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see that man that matchup is very 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 interesting to me and um on the flip side is like DeMar DeRozan guarding Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is a sniper from three man. So if we get if he loses Chris Middleton, you know, like three two or three times a game, like that's nine, six Which points. Yeah, that's will. gonna be like nine free points, freebies. Sorry, what? Oh, I
1: said he will. Oh he's okay. definitely gonna lose them three or six times. I mean two to three times a game. You know that about DeRozan.
0: Right, so that's that's like nine points, man. That's a big deal, especially for uh, for a team that I wouldn't say they struggle to defend. The Raptors don't struggle to defend anything, but like if you have a leaky if you have a leaky faucet, you're trying to. Sorry, that was a wrong analogy. Um, (laughs) actually, no, that's the right analogy. It's like it's a leaky faucet, man. You're trying to fix. You're trying to make sure you figure out what's what the problem is, and then you're trying to like seal the holes. You know, Demar Derozan. He's got to figure it out, man. You got to pay attention. This is the playoffs.
1: I just to, to you, man, but that faucet is going to drip no matter what. Help! <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to have to retape it once a month. Like it's just either you're buying a new faucet or you're going to live with this one. So. Well,
0: well, he has been putting in like more defensive effort ever since PJ Tucker's joined the team, right? People have been ability cl- from PJ, man, and then uh, people have been clowning DeRozan about his defense for a while now. Could feel a little bit of remember when James Harden was getting you know destroyed on Vine, and then that one year he came back and like became like a you know average defender. Can see that. I mean that
1: superstar level defending for him. (laughs) Dude, other times he looks like a pylon in a drill. Right. So,
0: okay, all right, James. Yeah, sure. I mean, you put up thirty eight and eight a night, so yeah, you can get away with that. Right. (laughs) So, Demar Derozan could just like not get lost off ball. Because He's not like terrible on ball, but if you can just like not get distracted, don't ball watch off ball, then this should be like a pretty handy defeat actually.
1: Well yeah, I think when we get to our prediction part here, it's gonna we're both gonna agree that the Raptors should win this rather clean. I mean most like if you want to go to most projection sites or analytical sites, the That's Raptors like five, are damn near close games. to ninety percent on almost every site. Ninety percent
0: ninety percent. Yeah, I mean
1: like five thirty cast to eighty seven. What
0: is the scenario in which they lose? Like, like honestly, honestly,
1: they're shooting. We see Lowry and DeRozan from the playoffs of last year shoot so poorly. Mm-hmm. That would have to happen, for sure. Um, turnovers galore. We're talking like fifteen plus a night, minimum. The okay. Bucks get really hot from three, like just snipers. I'm trying to think what else. Like I don't, don't think like that Tuesday much. I don't think that on. much
0: needs to happen. Like if DeMar you don't DeRozan. Like if Lowry and DeRozan just go ice cold, then what? Like I it's think gonna. The be the Raptors are deeper this year. That's true. They are. That's true. Um, the, shooting, I think the shooting. The shooting is squad in a... Could pick up the pieces, dude. Oh, the bench mob is gonna be good this year. Um. Yeah, the bench should be good this year. That uh, what it would be like the beginning of the second quarter where it's like mostly it's like Lowry plus the bench. That that squad, the Jurassic Five. That I, call, that I call it. Just murders teams. And the bench is going to be better. Because he's going to be playing with Patrick Patterson the entire time off that bench now. We know Patrick. how the results of that are. He's going to be fresh. Fresh Patrick Patterson. That's one of my favorite things about this Raptors team, actually. Is, like, the entire team is healthy this year.
1: First time in a long time
0: yeah a super
1: long time and i think what you're saying with the raptors the jurassic five as you like to call them mm-hmm. that's really gonna be a difference from this postseason is how teams adjust to that a lot of teams try and hide their guys you know rest guys here and there down that little end of the first early second quarter that little stretch there right like that's where you try and get your guys rest but with the raptors they're so deep where they're bringing in guys that could start for a lot of other teams and they're keeping lowry out there or they'll keep DeRozan rosen out there they'll do one or the other and man like it's a load to handle. I really feel like that's going to be a huge advantage for them where they can hammer teams down and if they're trailing, they can cut the lead in half. Sorry, cut the deficit in half. If they're up, they can build their lead
0: even more. I just feel like mm-hmm. that's such a key for them. Right. So in that Jurassic... Who's playing in that Jurassic fight? Because like, there's actually going to be a lot of bench pieces that are involved now. Well, I think here's a better question. Who can we take out of it? Because I think what we saw down the stretch is we saw Norman Powell's out of it. Fair to say? I don't know. He's been... He's been out of the rotation recently, but there's use for him in the in the playoffs. I can see use for him in the playoffs. There's use for him in the series. There's use for him in this series for sure. You want to throw somebody? So what's the rotation then? This series. Okay, so who's coming off the bench? It'd be PJ Tucker. I'm writing this down as as we speak, actually. So it'd be PJ Tucker, and then you have Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph, sorry, I'm not talking into the mic. Corey Joseph, right, and then it would also be Lowry. So those are your guards with a small forward, and then you have Patrick Patterson, and then you can basically you can shift Ibaka to the five if you want, which wouldn't make it the Jurassic Five, but it basically is a Jurassic Five. Um, you can also <laughs> <laughs> right, you can have Ibaka at the five, or they've even been experimenting with um, that Patrick Patterson at the five lineup, which is real yep. good.
1: I love right? that lineup personally,
0: and they and that's gonna be a really good lineup to use in this uh, in this series because it. You know, Greg Monroe is going to be a low post dude, but he's not destroying you in the post. You know what I mean?
1: If Greg Monroe is giving you problems, the Raptors will not be trailing like that. They'll be okay, trust me.
0: If the Greg Monroe <laughs> is giving, giving them Monroe's problems, then that's probably the scenario in which the Raptors lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if Greg Monroe's <laughs> going ham, then like, right, it's just like, there's nothing yeah, you can do. Test you know? him after the game or something. <laughs> he's going like 30 and 15, like. You know, only <laughs> <laughs> Would it be this will happen. What if he's secretly Drummond
1: reincarnated? What
0: if he's secretly Shaq? Uh, then I'm secretly Steve <laughs> Kerr. I'm be a coach in the NBA one day. But yeah, so it's going to be that Patrick Patterson at the five lineup is pretty nice because then sometimes they like to play um, some. They will play PJ Tucker at the four, even though he's kind of he's short for the four, but he's stout, right? And it gives him a lot of flexibility on switches and all that junk. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. It's a good bench squad this year. Very, very good bench squad. Well, I think like we said earlier,
1: the Bucks roster construction is set up very well for the Raptors to defend and attack.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I'm I'm happy. Are you happy about this? So the Raptors are like, remember last year where people like people were actually picking the Pacers over the Raptors and like, oh, this is totally ready for an upset. I'm just like, this year just. It just feels like Toronto should be able to roll these guys. There was only one team I didn't want the Raptors
1: to play in round one, and that was the Heat. heat, Outside of them, though. Okay, hold on, because you mentioned the Pacers just there. If they play the Pacers right now, considering how hot the Pacers are entering the playoffs, would people be worried?
0: Yes, absolutely, because they're gonna have those those Paul George flashbacks in the series. Where if we're be like honestly, if just Frank Vogel puts Paul George back in the game, they probably win that series. Would we lose to the Pacers this year if we played them in the first round? I don't think they would lose, but people would be nervous. People are not nervous about the Bucks, okay? But they would be nervous. So they going to have all those flashbacks, man. DeMar DeRozan getting locked up by Paul George. Kyle Lowry can't shoot. And then, like, somebody do something. I mean, they have Serge Ibaka this year, right? And uh, the team, obviously, is better. But people would be, like, uh, sweating bullets, man. I think Toronto sports fans get nervous about just about everything, though. To be honest, yeah. What makes you more nervous than seeing the same movie twice? Was well, the movie bad or is it good? I mean, it was it was marginally good, barely.
1: <laughs> I'm watching it again then. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on in the background, <laughs> background noise. That's about it.
0: Yeah, man, it was barely good, barely, barely good. But yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game, fun series. So have, give me your prediction for this series. I have I'm writing it down right now as we speak. I think I'm going to have Raptors winning this in uh carry the two 5 games. Really 5, eh? Yeah. Like a very a solid very very solid performance by them. Hmm. What's very solid? Define very solid for me. I mean, five games is like they l- only lose one, and I prob- they're probably going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose the first game. Actually, they might lose the first game if the if the Bucks like really come out to like punch them in the mouth, which Giannis would probably try to do. But if they can contain them in that first game, then it's definitely a five game series, and probably lose a game in Milwaukee or something like that. Okay, I see
1: where you're going here. Here's my issue: the
0: Raptors have never won a game one, mm-hmm. so. Am I going to chalk that yeah, up Yeah, but does it, does it feel like that team anymore?
1: No. No, not at all. Right? So that's like, what I was going to say. I don't feel like that's going to be a loss. But I feel like we're going to have that. Like, for whatever reason, every series Raptors play, there's that one game where they just get blown the hell out. And you're like, <laughs> um, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, were you guys not awake? Like, what happened? So I'll chalk one of those games up. So we're at one loss.
0: I'll throw in one Giannis goes nuts game. And I'll mm-hmm. take the Raptors in six. Okay, six games. All right, that's. It was between five and six for me, and I just—I guess I have more confidence in the Raptors than you do. Ooh. Oh, I got a lot of confidence. I mean, <laughs> I got so
1: much confidence. I'm betting them to win the East. Right, right. I just feel like once they get past the first round, they'll be a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Comfortable in time to play the Cavs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, do you think it would be better? He—I mean, this is—I guess this would still be part of the Raptors' side, but. I'm actually happy that they're playing the Cavs earlier. Me too. I feel it. I don't know if I'm in a, a majority or minority in that opinion. It feels like I'm in a minority. But I think that it would be much better to to play the the Cavs earlier. The Cavs well, give me a reason why, then I'll give me, uh, I'll give you mine. I don't know what's going on with the Cavs, and I don't think they know what's going on with them right now, right? And the the less time that the Raptor, like the less time that they get to figure it out, what's happening is better for the Raptors and that's why we just like play them as soon as possible and get these dudes out of the way
1: so I'm glad we share the same reasoning because mine was literally I don't believe that they can just flip a switch out of nowhere like some people like to think Mm -hmm. and I think if they do flip a switch in round one we're gonna be like yeah but like look who they're playing and you know eh I'm not buying it that's really what everybody's gonna say right so then comes round two are they gonna find a switch in round two that we haven't seen yet I don't know I just feel like that's a good time for the Raptors where let's say they play the Wizards in round two and they go through a hard seven game series, but they win. Mm-hmm. Their confidence is back. The Cavs are, quote unquote, back. And then they play the Raptors. So I feel like the Raptors are better equipped to play them in round two while they haven't really refound themselves. Oh, yeah, the Same reason. I like that, too.
0: I'm excited, man. This is the first time oh, I've really, like, really been excited for the playoffs for the Raptors really 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 excited last year i predicted that they would make the eastern conference finals people thought it was crazy okay and i think they're gonna make the finals this year people also think i'm crazy Um, i think i'm crazy too (laughs) i was on the same boat last year and this year right so i think we're doing something right you know crazy crazy like genius looks crazy to people that don't understand it
1: hey i always say this just because being contrarian is unconventional that doesn't make it unethical
0: so, right. we're not crazy. Yeah, we're carrying Speaking all these. We're carrying all these things to the bank. Okay. We can start
1: Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If you're a Raptors fan right now, name me a year where you felt more confident this team could go all the way than this one. There is none.
0: Right? Maybe that Vince like Carter team. It's never been softer.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. But this is but better than that. the Vince. is better than the Vince Carter team way
1: better Daniel Marshall I love you buddy
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love watching that guy hit corner triples man oh man corner triples that was like man what a time we've come so far from, from that series
1: right Alvin Williams doing work on Eric Snow like dude Aaron McKee on the Sixers
0: Todd McCullough like I can't believe they went to the finals with that team first of all yeah I know they had Dikembe, oh, Dikembe and uh, Allen Iverson. Wow. and that got you to the finals. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. yo, the if you have Allen Iverson, I mean, that was that was not a good Eastern Conference, really. No.
1: That was the Kids East.
0: Yeah, it was them. That was when Ray Allen, Ray Allen, was still on the the Sonics or the Bucks. I, oh man I'm pretty sure so with the Bucks. him and uh, Glenn Robinson I'm showing I'm showing people how young I am alright <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> alright
1: guys I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Toronto Raptors podcast as always you can follow the show on iTunes or SoundCloud at Tip of the Tower you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Tip of the Tower you can follow me on Twitter at Crystal O'Cranance you can follow tomorrow on Twitter at Tamar J. Grant enjoy game one guys don't be too nervous
0: Everything says the Raptors should win this series, so Fresh first, first ever, ever game one. First ever game one win it's coming up.
1: Alright, you heard it here first. I'm on I'll agree with that too. First ever game one win tomorrow, Saturday. We'll be back to do an Eastern Conference and Western conference podcast right after this, and then we'll have a post game game one as well. So we'll be seeing you guys a lot. Until then, take care. Later.